Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I'm Laura Engel. This is Fox News Radio, and we are spending a few moments with Lyle Lovett. Welcome to the studio. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. You know, this is really funny. I'm going to give you guys, our listeners, a little backstory here. I just happened to run into you here in our building in New York City. You were on your way to make an appearance on Maria's show on Fox Business, Maria Bartiromo. And I saw you, and I'm such a fan, and I've seen you years ago um, at a place called The Gorge, which is one of the most spectacular venues in the United States. And when I saw you, I just thought, well, I don't know. Is there a chance? Will he come up and talk to us on radio? And, and you're gracious enough to come into our radio studio. So well, I want to nice. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. So tell, let's just start. I, you know, I was asking you a little bit as we were literally walking up here to the studio. You are here in our studios today because you were invited by Maria. Tell us about um, that inter- interaction. Mar- you know, Maria came to a show we did in West Hampton Beach at the West Hampton, West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center uh, last Friday night. And and uh, just inv- invited me to come on her show, and we we played last night in Morristown, New Jersey. Oh, okay. And tonight we're playing in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and so it was uh, it was easy to to swing through the city this morning and and be on, and and uh, so it was just really uh, uh, serendipitous, and and uh, and and as as this is, so, yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks well, for it's great to have you, and an absolute honor. So obviously you're on tour. Let's talk about the tour, the longevity of the plan of this tour. And where you are right now in your, is it your 13th album that you're you, at? Well, you, I, I made 14 albums 14, f- okay. for, for uh, Curb Records and MCA Records and Universal Music Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curb, Curb back, back in 1985, uh, took me to the Universal Music Group. And, and, uh, and so my, my records were released uh, in a partnership with, mm-hmm. with MCA and, and Curb Records uh, all these years. My first First record came out in 1986, uh, and uh, was released by the Nashville branch of MCA Records. Uh, I worked with Tony Brown as a producer, and I and I did three records for them there in Nashville. And and uh, in that third record, uh, they, they 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 started to discover that the the audience supporting me was not just the traditional country audience right. and so they moved my record deal out to MCA in Los Angeles okay. uh, where where I uh, made my next several records and uh, so it's I've had a, a wonderful varied experience in my career you know getting to getting to see how the business works in in different places in different music centers with uh, different parts of the country uh, company and uh, so it's uh, that, that's something I've really enjoyed is, is you to get kind of a an overall perspective. Sure. And, you know, the music business has changed so much. And as I was sharing with you as we were coming up to the studio, I used to work in rock radio. I was a DJ and we had our playlists and we had the record reps come and talk to us. And, you know, we would have our meetings about what we were going to play. How have you seen the music business change with all that has happened with social media, with the Internet, with the way you know music is distributed, how it's played uh, with satellite radio? What have you seen? What is what strikes you? 
these days about the change over the last few decades? Well, my, you know, my my first records came out in the pre-digital age, and and there was there there was a real there was a conventional way to promote a record. I mean, mm-hmm. there was there was a way it was done, and and uh, you know that's that's always comforting, you know, to to be part of of some of a system that that works. And it was a well-oiled you, machine. Right? You know, you know what to do next. Yeah. And and uh, now now within the in the digital world, uh, things are just uh, wide open. Uh, people people uh, you you don't necessarily have to work with a record company to to get your music out to to people. And and uh, so so the idea of promotion it's it's uh, you know there are so many ways uh, so many ways to 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 promote to promote what you're doing and to get to get out there that it's uh, yeah it's it I think. Uh, it's we're still in a period of the business, uh, you know, and and artists trying to figure it all out. Right, and and as you go around the country, as you do, and I assume the world as well. Do you, you you're touring um, all over the place? Uh, you know, what do you experience as an artist in in terms of when you go to the venues and um, you know just the attendance? And where you are right now with your career, obviously you have a very big band, a storied career, and so many people still love you and and continue to buy your music, go out and see you. And uh, you know what changes have you seen in terms of touring? Well, you know, I, I I feel really fortunate that all these years years later, you know, I started playing in clubs when I was 18 years old in 1976. Ha. My first record came out in 1986, mm-hmm. and and here we are in 2018, and I still get to play some of the best venues in the country. In, in in the world, what's you know? your favorite? Oh gosh, you know, I, top. My, my 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 favorites are the ones you know with the with great audiences and and uh, but th- but that's another thing. It's I think you know when you uh, when you when you when you're fortunate enough to have your job for a long time, mm-hmm. the the people who come to see you, uh, uh, you know, are so supportive, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, you know we have good audiences everywhere we play. Right. Uh, the, this summer we do get to play some spectacular places. You mentioned the Gorge uh, earlier and that the Gorge is just a beautiful place. Yeah. Venue venue aside, it's just it's just nice to stand there and look at it. Yeah. Uh, but we'll play uh, uh, the, later this week, we'll play Wolf Trap in Vienna, Virginia, in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, which is just a wonderful amphitheater. Uh, we'll play the Red Rocks Amphitheater in early September. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll play the Shadow San Michel. We'll in, end up our, in, at the Shadow San Michel on the, sep, uh, on the 15th of September uh, in the Seattle area. Uh, and it's just a beautiful setting for a show. So we play some w- wonderful indoor theaters and outdoor amphitheaters and natural settings, and uh, people show up, and it's it's <laughs> just a great feeling. How many members in your band? Well, we're fourteen on stage, thirteen yeah. plus me, and the- a four-piece horn section and a rhythm section, and uh, uh, Francine Reed is our our uh, featured vocalist, and we just have a have a good time every night. Who do you like to go out and see when you have an opportunity? Oh gosh, uh, you know, I the, I I'm a, I'm a fan of music, and and you know, getting to be part of the business, uh, getting you know, I, so, just some of the, some of the most fun I've ever had is getting to meet people that I'm a fan of, and mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, then if, if you get to just getting to meet somebody that you admire is exciting, but then occasionally you get to work with them. And well, that that show that you saw at the Gorge, we did with Bonnie Raitt, and yeah. you know I I listened to Bonnie long before I ever met her, and uh, I just I saw uh, just on Twitter this morning I I saw a tweet uh, from 
uh, Keb Mo and Taj Mahal, who were out on tour together. Ta- I used to get to open for Taj back in the early 80s when he'd come through Houston, and I was a local opening act before I had a record deal or anything. And Taj was so nice to me. I I, I remember the first time I opened for him at my sound check, he was sitting in the in the front row just to check it out. And, you know, the, <laughs> the main cool. the main act wouldn't never did that. Yeah. And he he just was so kind to me and encouraging and 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 uh, so 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 it's you know it's it, it, you get to meet people you admire all the time and and uh, I, you know I get to gosh I I tour with. Vince Gill and with Sean Colvin, with John Hyatt and my friend Robert O'Keen, uh, and the people in my large band are some are just legendary players in the in the business. Russ Kunkel mm-hmm. uh, has re- uh, recorded with me since 1991. Has been playing live with me since 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, Francine Reed I met in 1984. Ray Herndon I met in 1983. John Hagen who plays cello in the band, uh, and I have been playing together since 1979. Victor Krauss uh, plays bass uh, with me. Uh, Victor's been playing. We've been playing together since 1994. Wow! Well, so I, it's it's like family, really. It is like family, and I want to say that as a wife of a musician, um, I am I am thrilled that you just named all the people that you play with because so often you don't hear the names of the people that are also on stage. And I know that you do that during your show as well and that you talk about them. But it, it's nice when you recognize the the unit that you have. Oh, and, goodness. Um, and there are people that, you know, I've interviewed a lot of musicians and sometimes that doesn't happen. So I think it's really honorable that you do that and that you shine the light on your fellow musicians. Oh gosh, well, well. I, you know, I I love the people that I get to get yeah. to play with, and I and, one, and it one, shows. And well, that's the thing that I, you know, that I recognize when I went to see you all those years ago. But it's it was a memory that stayed with me. That performance, and you know, I'm not just gushing because I'm a fan. It was just the experience of the show. Because as a as somebody who goes and you buy a ticket and you make the plans and you rent the car and you buy the ticket, the plane ticket, as we did to come and see you, um, and then when it pays off in such a wonderful way that that stays with you beyond the night um it's really something special well that is thank just you the nicest thing you could you could possibly say uh, the the, uh, the you know the people that i stand on stage with are really important to me and and i i get to you know i stand in the middle of them and get to listen to them <laughs> so it's pretty pretty cool for me now you mentioned that so you're from houston or you live you've been uh, based in houston yeah i've lived in the same place my whole life okay what would people i always like to ask this what would people find most surprising about you in your private life that maybe something that you do something that you are into is there anything <laughs> that we would find surprising you know that, that, i think that's you know be, being a singer songwriter and i think singer songwriters in general I mean, you you write, you you write about the song, your songs come from your life. So I, I I think you know anybody who knows my music would probably not be very surprised by because mm-hmm. <laughs> you lay it all out there, right? Well, you're you, you're you, talking you, about it. Well, you kind of do. It. You know, you talk about you talk about what's important to you. You talk mm-hmm. about things you're interested in. I mean, you kind of talk about everything, and and uh, so I so I don't think there would be a. A lot of surprises. I, I, uh, uh, you know, where I live is important to me. My family is really important to me. My, my, my family. My, my mom's side of the family came to where we live now uh, in the late 1840s, mm-hmm. and and uh, and the area is named for uh, for her family. And uh, you know, I live in a house that my grandfather built in 1911 that my mom and all of her brothers and sisters were born in. 
It's just a little You're in that same wood, house. wood frame farmhouse. Yeah, I've lived in it since 1987. Wow. And uh, I've, I've, I, I have, gosh, I have a dozen first cousins, and so I, I feel really lucky that I, I, I got to be the one to, to live in the house. Uh, the, our, the property was sold out of the family for a time uh, because of having a great job. I was able to, to buy back my grandfather's farm and and keep it together. So now now you know now now we we have a, a farm in the middle of suburban North Harris County. Mm-hmm. Uh, it I you know I joke on stage that I grew up out in the country and now I live in the city, but I haven't moved. But mm-hmm. it, that's with the way Houston has expanded over the years. Uh, that's 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 really the the truth of it. But right. but um, that you know those those that's that's important to me. And and but I write about all that too. Right. I'm wondering if. Now, I'm imagining everything you just said. So radio is the theater of the mind, and I'm imagining this house, and I'm imagining your family and the cool breeze and the hot sun. Are, do, are you guys having big parties in the backyard? Do you play? Do you have a stage that you've set up where you guys have? <laughs> and can I, can I come? Can I, can I bring my family, and can we come? Is, that, is really no, what I'm getting to. No, but I'm imagining this, this, uh, this fun place where maybe music is shared and and family gatherings and barbecues well it's pretty low-key really it's pretty low-key my mom lives on on one part of the place and and uh, my uncle lives on another part of the place and then my and i have cousins on the place uh mom was from a family of seven and my grandfather gave each one of his children a couple of acres on the farm place to uh-huh. to build their home so i grew up around all my aunts and uncles and cousins yeah my mom and her younger brother are the only two left but i get to see them all the time you know, summertime is you know you've got to take care of the cows and and yeah. we and we make hay. So there's there's farm stuff to do, and I I really love that. That is so amazing. All right, so you've got the tour going on, and when does the tour end? the The tour goes into the tour goes to September fifteenth. September fifteenth. So you and still got time. We <laughs> you still have time. The, the uh, it's uh, it's thirty eight cities in uh, forty six days, and uh, you know I'm just always amazed at how it all works. We have three buses and two semi trucks for our gear mm-hmm. and we you know we play five or six nights a week and i work with the hardest working crew on the road and the best band and i just feel like a lucky lucky person when you take a break what do you do on your break and then this is my last question so you're going to take a break and then what happens next do you give yourself a break until next year you know i, pl- I play 100 110 dates a year uh-huh. so, I, so i'm home more than i'm gone but but uh, but you know uh, that I'm gone too. Yeah. So so when I'm home, I just enjoy staying home and being with my family, mm-hmm. and uh, that's you know that charges me up, recharges me to to be able to go back out on the road. When people leave your concert, they're walking out of the venue. What do you hope they're walking away with? Oh gosh, you know I have no idea. I'm just I'm just glad they came. First <laughs> of all, I'm, I'm just glad they came, and and uh, you know I hope they I I always hope they liked it enough to want to. Want to come back? I, I, I guess what, I, what one thing I hope is that they, uh, I, each of our shows is uh, unique to that night. Uh, even if we play some of the same songs we might have played in the show before, uh, every day is different, and and the way the songs are performed. I, I don't, I don't ask my musicians to play. Uh, parts uh, to reproduce right. parts that are on the record. We 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 pay homage to an arrangement, but I but the fun of playing music is having it be in the moment. Mm-hmm. And and so I and I work with such talented musicians. I love to see just 
when you get to know a musician well enough, what comes from the ends of their fingers through their instrument almost sounds like their speaking voice. I mean, right. they they express themselves and their personality through their instrument, and so you it's 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 really a wonderful feeling to stand in the middle of different conversations, musical conversations right. that happen among players on stage. And that that's different every night. And well, and it, it and it just keeps me interested. That's amazing. Well, as a fan and as somebody who has been in the audience, um, that is really incredible to hear and I know that your fans will enjoy hearing that. Lyle Lovett, thank you so much for being with Laura, us thanks today. For, thanks for This is fun. This is Im- the most impromptu radio interview <laughs> I have ever done, but I, I enjoyed every second. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Laura. Here on Fox News Radio. I'm Laura Engel. This is Fox News. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Fox News podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.